Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Today on my show, I have a special guest, and he is a very popular Japanese YouTuber. You've seen his food videos, and he is Jip Oji-san. Hi, welcome to my show. Hi, Simon. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. <laughs> Jip, I gotta ask you, you know, what have you been doing lately, and what can people expect from your next video? I mean, I make YouTube videos, so think up of a good video idea, scripting it, film it, edit it, upload it, see how my audience like it, then just continue. Do we get a clue as to That's which area fun. you'll be covering next, like in Singapore? Oh, I'm not really sure, but um, I know my audience love eating food. So uh, <laughs> a lot of food videos coming up. I mean, this is one big culture shock. I'm, I'm from Japan, but I noticed like a lot of people in Singapore Actually, yeah, most of them are foodie. And that's quite interesting as a Japanese. Like in Japan, you'll find a lot of people who don't really love eating that much. I mean, Singaporeans are very passionate about eating. So a lot of food videos coming up. I'm also planning videos special to me, which I can only make like inviting Japanese guests, talking about Singapore from a Japanese perspective, like how it's like working in Singapore and living in Singapore as a Japanese. What's so special? What's, what's so difficult? Also, um, recently I had, uh, I basically talked to random Japanese passerby tourists mm -hmm. and I asked them if they wanted to try an iconic Singaporean cuisine. And I filmed that reaction and stuff. So a lot of food in those Japanese related content in Singapore. I really enjoy your videos, you know, and sometimes I watch them before I go to bed, really. And it's like, you know, a feel good sort of thing. And what would you recommend for supper? Because now it's 10 something in the night. So what's good for supper, you know, for my listeners in Singapore? Uh, I mean, I'm not an expert for sure, but um, I love going to Geylang. Uh, one good stall I found out recently is uh, it's called L32 Handmade Noodles. Have you heard of it, Simon? Uh, no, I haven't yeah, been they there. Have like, oh, you have to. They have one of the best bamian. The noodles are handmade over there. It's just so chewy and QQ. Wow. Like, I never had this noodle. It's amazing. I'm in love with it right now. Bamian, yes, yes. I got to try that. And I've been meaning to go and try the food at Geylang. So popular. So thank you so much for your recommendation. Now, how did you become, you know, so popular as a YouTuber. So tell me the gist of your story. Um, it wasn't intentional in the beginning. I, I was uh, just uploading videos for fun. I was basically traveling the world with my guitar. I quit my company. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, which mm. was traveling the world. I brought my guitar with me and I wanted to make money on the road. So I was playing like Studio Ghibli music. Do you know Studio Ghibli? Like they're known yes. for like uh, Spirited Way, My Neighborhood Totoro. So I was playing those music and I just happened to film some videos of myself playing that. And my girlfriend, which is my wife currently, she recommended me to just upload it on YouTube. And I was kind of scared in the beginning because, mm -hmm. you know, what if my friend watches it? What if it only gets like five views and my friends watch it and they'll laugh at me and stuff? But my wife um, encouraged me to do it and I just did it. And somehow the algorithm picked up one video and that video is like myself playing uh, Studio Ghibli music in Belgium. It has like 10 million views right now. Wow. So that's when I thought, oh, maybe I should do this full time. 
it was quite tough though because in the beginning um i got my audience through guitar videos people was expecting guitar videos traveling with my guitar but then i settled down to kind of uh spend time with my wife and she didn't want me to travel you know all the time because then what's the point of getting married right so it was kind of frustrating for me because i wanted to travel to sustain my channel but then i got married and i also had to you know spend time with my wife so it was quite tough that time it was like 2018 then I just continued to make my videos in Singapore. I don't know, for some reason, one video I made in Yishun, and I just happened to put English subtitles for that video. And somehow it got picked up by many local media, and now I'm a content creator in Singapore. So I thought it was, it was very interesting. You know, life, it was very bad. I thought like, oh, making videos in Singapore is not good, you know? I didn't get the views. I wanted to travel. But I continued to make video in Singapore and it eventually kind of opened up a new path of becoming a YouTuber in Singapore instead of traveling. Yeah, you never know what happens, right? When you open one door and yeah. then something just uh, changes along the way. And well, now you have like 45,000 to 400 over 1,000 viewers for your YouTube videos. So congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And we'll be back with you in just a bit. So Jib Ochi-san, stay with me right here on the show, okay? Okay. Night Call with Simon Lim. On the line with me is my special guest this evening. He is Jip Ojisan. You've probably seen his videos, you know, on YouTube, and he's such a delight to talk to. So, hi, welcome back to the show, uh, Jip Ojisan. Hi, Simon. Thank you for having me again. Okay, I gotta ask you this, you know, I've been watching your videos, and you often, you know, feature your wife and your mother-in-law, but covered, right? Some privacy, you can't see their faces. So tell me about the relationship that you have with your wonderful wife and mother-in-law. Law. My in-laws treat me like a real son. And mm. I, I feel like that's very special. Something typical Japanese in-laws will not do. We always have this, you know, barrier. Especially with my mother-in-law, she's very like she's very kind. She really treats me like her son. When I first moved into their house, I, I was kind of shy. Last, I was washing my own underwear at the sink. But then my <laughs> my mother-in-law found out, and she said, "What what are you doing? Like, just give it to me. You are my son. Let me wash." your underwear and that's when I thought oh she really treated me like a real son <laughs> I was really I say but now you know I'm, I'm just like I let her do that I feel like yeah it's very nice to have in-laws like them how nice right true sincerity like, there's no like you know invisible barrier right um, you are just uh, yeah. who you are and she's who she is what about your wife exactly. my wife also uh, she's it's interesting she's my wife but she's also my best friend so we always hang out together um, to be honest I don't really have many friends in Singapore because you know I just want to prioritize time with my family and my wife so yeah always going out with her always eating food always watching Netflix yeah. it's nice to see her you know Very joining fun. you in your videos as well although we don't get to see her face but it's nice to hear you know the interaction yeah. wonderful chemistry that you have with your wife now living in yeah. Singapore you've picked up some Singlish as you know um, I've heard so what are some of your favorite uh, Singlish words ah uh, wow I have too too many but <laughs> Walau, is that a thing? <laughs> yes, it is. Walau, definitely oh, no. Singlish. I, I always say this, it, it just comes out from my mouth, like autopilot. Walau, <laughs> uh, you know, I just learned from my in-laws and my wife. So you got to teach me how to say good in Japanese. You know, I only know like, oishi, right? Delicious. But how do you oh. say good in Japanese? Oh, there's a good one. It's called saiko. 
Psycho. Uh, it sounds like psycho. Yes. It sounds like psycho in English. <laughs> yeah, but it's it basically means amazing. So you can use that for amazing psycho, song. right? Like the anime, the Japanese yeah. anime psycho, psychopaths. Yeah, can can. And as a Japanese, what sort of cultural shock did you first get when you came to Singapore? You know,、um, besides like you know having Singaporeans like、uh, put a packet of tissue paper on the table to choke their seat, right, or table.、Uh, what else did you notice when you first、uh, came to? Singapore culture shock. The biggest one, maybe like people are incredibly friendly, even towards strangers. Because in Tokyo and Osaka, you、yes. don't really talk to strangers, right? In Singapore, it's quite normal. I remember I was commuting with my kick scooter, right? When I had a job,、mm-hmm. the bus driver asked. She spoke to me in Chinese, so I didn't really understand. But then she asked me in English. She said, "Where do you get your scooter?" <laughs> a bus driver. <laughs> that never happens in Japan. Japan.、Like、oh, you, you don't talk like talk to customers like that. Like,、well, where do you get your kick scooter? <laughs> so like that kind of happens in a lot of occasions in Singapore. You just like ask some questions to strangers, and I thought that was very nice. It feels very like more intimate,、mm-hmm. even towards someone you don't know. And everyone in Singapore. Singapore, who is a senior to you, would be uncle or auntie, right? Oh yes, that too. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And we'll be back in just a bit, right here on my show on One FM ninety one point three. So stay with me as well as Chip Ochisan. Okay. Night call with Simon Lim tonight on my show is my special guest, Chip Ochisan, a very popular YouTuber, and he's Japanese. I have him on the line right now. Hi, Chip Ochisan. Hi, Simon. Excited to talk with you. <laughs> yeah, pleasure to have you joining us on my show. Now, I saw your video on Goku Japanese Restaurant in Mohammed Sultan,、uh, which serves izakaya. So, what's another Japanese restaurant in Singapore that you can recommend to my listeners? I think my recent favorite is. The skewer bar at Geylang. Not sure if you heard of it, but、uh, they serve traditional Japanese food like yakitori, skewers, and stuff. What makes them unique is that they have this Japanese Singapore infusion. Many of those dishes, like、uh, ota tamagoyaki. Oh wow, interesting.、Like、ota ota. Yes. Inside, yeah, putting ota ota inside the tamago. Also, like no hyung maki. It's just this beautiful fusion of Singapore and Japan, and they execute it so well. Great with beer. Um, yeah, I, I want to visit them like right now. It's, <laughs> it's making me drool. The skewer bar. The skewer bar. Now,、yes. what has been the biggest challenge, you know, for you in life? Everyone has their challenges, right? So, how did you manage this challenge? Becoming a YouTuber was,、mm. I think, a tough thing for me. I really talked with you how difficult it was to become a content creator in Singapore because my channel started out as a guitar channel.、Mm. But I settled down to Singapore, and now I had to become a content creator in Singapore. It was difficult because I'm making videos in Singapore, but people are not watching it. You know,、mm. <laughs> so it was difficult to kind of keep the motivation. But、um, I think what I learned is that it's important to just continue, don't give up. In the end, what's important is about continuing. You、mm. know, just continuing to make videos in Singapore, and eventually, it's also because I didn't quit. That one of my videos went viral in Singapore,、yes. and that's how I became like kind of like a relevant creator in Singapore. So that was the biggest challenge for me: becoming a YouTuber and just pursuing my goal. Perseverance and, and, and resilience. And I recall you, you know, having a video where by your mother-in-law actually gave you some advice, you know, about that. Yeah, about being more <laughs> yeah, resilient. Yeah. <laughs> so she gave yeah, you some good advice.、Yeah. You know, talking about like、uh, good values in society. I see you as a very nice person. You know, you have like good. 
good vibes even though we just watch you on video but you send out good vibes to people and that's why I continue to watch you so tell me you know what good values do you think uh, society needs to preserve and even practice maybe two one is like it's very simple being nice to others it's so simple but people often forget you know people become selfish right and then we all love ourselves the most but just being nice to others just treat people how you want other people to treat you is very important in building relationships and just living a happy life what i'm trying to do recently is to feel gratitude i write a journal i have it here every day every morning mm. i write what i feel grateful about my previous day so that kind of helps me to kind of um just be humble be thankful of what others done for me and then i can maybe i'll think of how i can return that kindness it really helped me like mentally so i i recommend people to kind of feel gratitude and express it i think that's so important yeah showing gratitude you know just believing that you're also blessed right with many things in life thank you for sharing that with us and the interview is not over i have some more questions for you uh, jip oji san so stay connected to 1fm 91.3 all right night call with Simon Lim. I have my special guest on the line. He is Jip Ojisan, a very popular YouTuber. Jip Ojisan, what is your current dream or goal that you would like to achieve in life? To be honest, I'm pretty much content with my life right now. Um I'm living the lifestyle I dreamed of, but I feel like um it's just about honing my craft which is like making better videos mm-hmm. because making videos it's something you can never become perfect at. like any other job so just making better videos more engaging videos videos with better stories and my personal goals are like uh just learning new things and trying new things and <laughs> i notice i'm just doing work every day so I, i was thinking maybe i want to I, i don't know like just move to china or taiwan and just study chinese for like three months or do some you know like bungee jump you know do something crazy And that kind of excites me. So yeah, who knows, right? Like time out, you know, for yourself to reinvent, uh, you know, certain aspects of your own life, yeah. right? Yeah. And what's a place in uh, Tokyo that you think you know Singaporeans must check out? Because these days, plenty of people are you know uh, traveling to Japan, right? Especially Tokyo. Uh, mm. So what's your recommendation for good, affordable, let's say, yakiniku or Japanese barbecue? Japanese barbecue. Yeah, I like uh, that. Is it okay? Osaka, I give you a recommendation. Yeah, sure, Osaka. Osaka yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I'm from Osaka, so uh, it's not really barbecue, but there's a restaurant called Miyawaki. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant, only the locals know. I never seen for Miyawaki. It, so it's kind of uh, yes, it's a secret place. It's a beef innard hot pot. Oh, okay. And yes. The soup is just so tasty. It's miso based, so it's very savory. It got this meat umami from the miso. It's just. The beef intestine is just melt in your mouth, full of umami, full of fat. Definitely <laughs> need some beer together. It's one of my best restaurants in Osaka. I truly recommend. That sounds so delicious. And tell me, you know, uh, how do you unwind after a tiring day of filming? You know, let's say you've done plenty of hours of filming. Um, then what do you do to relax? So I try to work six days per week. So mm-hmm. on my day off, I usually just hang out with my mother-in-law and my wife. So we do something very Singaporean, which is just go for a kopi, talk a lot. I can't even recall what we talk about <laughs> because it's just you know our everyday life. Nothing really special, but that just really helps me relax. Um, I also like watching Netflix with my wife. 
watching YouTube. I love drinking, so drinking beer, whiskey, sake, and、uh, I feel like journaling really helps. Writing about like how my day went,、uh, write about how I felt doing the activities I've done, and that kind of helps me reflect on what kind of person I am, what I want to do in the future, what I don't want to do anymore. Tell me if there's a quote that you want to share with my listeners. It could be a Japanese quote, right?、Uh, something meaningful to、mm-hmm. you. What would that quote be?、Uh, I would say, "Keizoku wa chikara nari." It means、uh, continuance is power. So、um, mm. I feel like、uh, I'm able to have my current lifestyle. I'm very blessed. I feel very lucky. But、um, I feel like it's because I did not quit making content on, on the internet. So continuing is、uh, important for me. And that's a very meaningful quote you just mentioned. I think it's so important for us to、uh, remember that when it gets tough, we must find the willpower to continue. So that's a message for my 1FM 91.3 listeners as well. Thank you so much, Ajib Oji-san, for being on the show. And before you go, I gotta spell your name because, you know, people wanna watch your videos. Some of them don't know the spelling. So it's G H I B for Jib, right? And Oji-san、yeah. is O J I S A N. Did I get that right? Perfect, Simon. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll continue to watch your videos. Thank you also for being on my show. And I wish you well always, including your wife and your mother in law and the rest of your family. Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much for having me. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.